Folks, NFL Week 13 is upon us, and it is time to make some money with a new episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. I'm your host, Ty B, and I will be joined by the Dartman Meerkat coming off the celebration of the Dart's 50th win. We got to start right there, Meerkat. How you feeling? I saw the video this morning. The champ is flying, and the units hopefully are coming back in the Dart's way. It just feels so good because we had that monkey on the back out of nowhere. Once we hit 49 wins, we hit a five-game losing streak. After being hot before that, I texted you separately from everything. I'm like, honestly, the darts losing streak in the search of 50 is kind of depressing me right now. Like, I, I wasn't feeling great these last few days because the dart was doing this to us. But we get it last night. We're able to celebrate today. Everything's free flowing from here on out until we get close to 100. Oh, absolutely. I think the dart hopefully is, is going to figure things out. Went to the UFC well last night and got a nice knockout win in the first round. A big mm-hmm. knee to the liver and that absolute pummeling after that. But you love to see it. The NFL is here, though, Meerkat, and we got to give out some free money. What's your first pick of the day? First pick of the day, I'm taking the cheese. I'm going with the Raiders minus eight uh, at a minus 106 value against the New York Jets today. I think the Raiders deserve better than the six and five record they had. And I think the Jets, if it was possible, deserve worse than their own 11 record. Last week, you saw the Raiders lose 40 to six against the Falcons. I think that was an absolute fluke. I like the Falcons, but. To get beat 40 to six by a team like that, only put up six points, just didn't look great. But you look at the game before that, they almost beat the Chiefs for the second time this season, murdered the Broncos, beat a good Chargers team, beat a good Browns team before that. The Raiders have quality wins in their pocket, and they're without Josh Jacobs today. But I don't think that really matters because Devontae Booker has been getting touches this year. And he's averaging 5.5 yards per carry. A bit of a resurgence for him. Not sure if he's ready for the workhorse load, but look to see him used a few different ways today. And Carr, having a good year, 19 touchdowns, just four picks. Uh, Not a great week last week. What a better way to bounce back than against the Jets secondary, which is just awful. Raiders got a good front seven, and the uh, Jets O-line's a little banged up too. I'm laying the points on the Raiders. Oh, absolutely. You look at that Falcons team and they've sort of found found a little bit of a little bit of fire, if you will. Um, they're, they're playing with a little bit of purpose, kind of the same way they did to end last season. <laughs> they, they're um, doing it again. <laughs> it's weird. But um, and, and you look at what the Jets did last week. They got all their weapons back and it was still a big, disappointing game. Sam Darnold cannot figure things out. But my first matchup, I'm going with a divisional game, a four o'clocker Rams Cardinals. I'm taking the Rams. Minus two and a half here. I like this one for the reason of both these teams are coming off, you know, some somewhat disappointing losses. Rams give up that last second field goal to the 49ers. And and the Cardinals are struggling a bit. Dropped three of their last four. Their only win being that Hale Murray against the Bills. They are struggling. I think they're come, regressing back to the mean a little bit. They've had a very tough schedule. They've won some games that they might not, should have been able like should have won in a normal situation. Um, this Rams defense is really, really figuring things out led by Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. I like John Johnson there on the outside as well. Um, I think the Rams have enough to be able to, to 
forced Kyler Murray into having a, a tougher day, not making those quick, easy throws. And knowing Sean McVay and what he can do with that offense, he's going to be able to scheme some, some stuff up for Jared Goff. Ton of weapons there. Uh, I, I like the Rams in this one to cover. Yeah, I think that's going to be a great game. And I always love the route for our boy, Burt Woods. He's one of those Bills that leaves Buffalo, but left on a good accord, did a ton for us here, still doing great. So he's a guy I root for, even though he left. Uh, I'm going for my next matchup. Well, little two-unit play here, folks, a little bit. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Creek's saying plus four and a half now. My book's at plus five, so I'll just say plus four and a half. Uh, Cleveland Browns against the Titans today. Both of these teams are eight and three, but both might not be eight and three good. We'll see today. I'm going to lean Cleveland, even though this is a bit of a weird matchup. It's just too many points on the Browns, who's a team whose offense I really like this year, and defense has finally been getting it together. I think it's going to be a heavy run game. You got Derrick Henry, who's leading the league in rushing, going up against Nick Chubb, who's sixth in the league in rushing, even though he missed a bunch of games being an IR, and Kareem Hunt, who's in ninth as you know the second guy, still getting a ton of reps there. I think it's going to be a dangerous rushing attack on both sides, but if you look at the defenses, Cleveland's got a top 10 run defense this year. Uh, Tennessee's is in the bottom half. I think they're 17th, so not really that low, but Cleveland's got a scout front seven there. And when Nick Chubb plays for the Browns this year, they're 6-1. and one. I'm leaning with Nick Chubb over Derrick Henry today. Give me the Browns at plus 4.5, plus 5, whatever you got them at. Yeah, Wyatt Teller is the linchpin on that offensive line. <clears throat> Who would have thought we'd be saying that, Meerkat? Yeah, but he right. has been. Uh, you talk about how well they do with Nick Chubb in the lineup. It's basically the same thing with Wyatt Teller. They rush for close to 200 yards per game when Teller plays and less than 100 when he doesn't. So I like – I'm I'm also going with that pick. I, I love the Browns mm. in this matchup, especially if you're getting a, anything over three and a half. Um, I think you get that hook just in case it ends up being a field goal game where the Titans pull it out. But I just don't – I'm not a big fan of the Titans team this year. Um, I think they're, they've are they fallen, you know, very reliant into that run game at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Tannehill has, has struggled a bit. He's done just enough uh, for them. But when you look at what, what you need to do – in general, this defense isn't what they were last season when they went on that run in, into the playoffs. So that offense is going to have to carry a little bit more of the load, and Tannehill is going to have to do that because Derrick Henry is as amazing as he is. It's going to be tough to completely carry a team, especially when you get behind, and the, and the Cleveland Browns can do that. Looks like Baker is getting a little bit more comfortable again, just realizing, you know, we don't have to do that much. That Browns defense is very stout, like you said. I like them against the run. I like them to keep it close and in a in a true NFL battle, maybe a little bit more low scoring, reverting back to numbers and over-unders that we're used to as NFL fans. Um, you got an over-under 53. I, I don't know if we get out of the 40s in that one. Yeah, I, I like I like the uh, under there with how much we should see the run game in action. And, you know, yeah, Cleveland's getting these four and a half, five points. And I think they're just as good as a team overall, if not better than the Titans. I know Ryan Tannehill is efficient. A.J. Brown is a stud. Corey Davis seems to have come on a little bit this year. A little bit too late, though. Johnny Smith, good offense, good players. But they're relying on that run game way too heavy. And you brought up the defense, just not great. I 
it's a weird matchup. I think the public loves uh, Tennessee, even though the Lions moved a few points here and there throughout the week, but love Cleveland. Um, <clears throat> my next play, though, going with a player prop. Uh, riding on a bit of emotion on this one, but it's also a great line, I think. This this is just one everyone should be rooting for today. I'm going with Hayden Hurst over 39 and a half receiving yards at minus 112. You saw what the Ravens released this week with Hurst talking about his story, uh, his battles with depression, mental illness, everything he went through. Now how he feels, you know, he's got a second chance at life. We got an article up on Trainwreck about him too that's great from McAdoo, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's just a guy you can connect with. Even if you hate the Falcons, you hate him, What like – you didn't like him before, you know, it's something like most people can connect with. It takes a lot of courage to come out and talk about that stuff. And I think he's going to be playing for something today. A lot of eyes are going to be on him. And he's gone. It's not just emotion. He's gone over this total seven, 11 games this year. He's a good tight end. He gets a lot of targets in that Falcons offense. I like this at 39 and a half. I, I love it. I don't like it. I love it. Today. I'm going, going on it. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind that pick at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out out on a limb here a little bit a bigger spread. I'm gonna go with the New York Giants plus ten and a half. Daniel Jones probably won't be playing after picking up a hamstring injury last week. Colt McCoy stepping in. He's not you know the worst in terms of a backup. And you you look at this Seattle defense, obviously quite porous, especially in the secondary. Wayne Gallman sort of figuring things out, running for them. Um, I, I think that Giants offense can do enough to keep it close because you look at them defensively. The Giants haven't allowed an opponent over 25 points in the last six weeks. And for whatever reason, the Seahawks are struggling to cover the spread two and five in their last seven. And you know what? Giants sneaky four and one against the spread on the road in their last five, even though you think about how, how bad they have been the past couple, couple of years four and one the last five 21 and eight in their last 29 against the spread on the road. I, for whatever reason, I think they keep it close. No Carlos Dunlap too for the Seahawks going to be tougher for them to get uh, some pressure on Colt McCoy. I, I like them in this one. I, I think they keep it close. They're just one of these pesky teams that continues to stay around in all these games. I think they only have one game where they've lost by more than double digits. So I like them there getting the double digit points. Yeah, they're, they're a frisky, frisky team. They love covering the spread. Uh, I was thinking about taking the Giants, although I do like the Seahawks for teasers. I love the Giants for teasers. This is a great game to tease either way. You, you can tease the Seahawks down six points, you know, four, four and a half, which I think they have a pretty good chance of covering that. But double digits, no chance. So, yeah, the Giants, you tease them down to – plus 16 and a half. I think that could be free money in some parlays. Talking about teasers, that's my next and last NFL play for the day. Teaser, I, I put a lot of thought in this one. I like it a lot. I'm going with the – it's all six-point teasers. So we get the Bears plus two and a half against the Lions, Colts plus three against the Texans, and Packers minus two against the Eagles. I'm putting making this the first two-unit teaser. Um I'm throwing units around today. I'm feeling good about this board. No bills to cloud my judgment. You get that at plus 180, so not insane value, but you only got three legs there. Three I'm confident in. 
the Lions aren't that good of a team without Galladay and Okuda. I know the Dart took them today, so maybe that's not – maybe, I don't know. That's why we're taking the Bears plus two and a half, though. Uh, they're not just not great. They got crushed on Thanksgiving. They got their coach fired. Texans matchup with the Colts. I love Watson without Fuller. He is just not the same quarterback. He struggles a lot. And I think the Colts are super legit. Love Frank, right? So plus three, I'll take that. Makes me feel safe. And the Packers minus two against the Eagles. I can't stop betting on this Packers team. I bet them every week. I love this team, even though they might not be the best at covering the spread. In my mind, they can't lose every week. If they don't win by a score against this Eagles team, there's going to be some serious problems. I I think they do it. I'm running that teaser two units today. Meerkat, I love your teasers. You hit on them a lot early on this season, got away mm-hmm. from a little bit. Hopefully mm-hmm. you find that magic yet again. I think that pretty much does it for me as well on the NFL, but we do have a lot of football going on, Meerkat, and a very big London Derby at 11.30. Spurs, Arsenal, White Hart Lane. What do you got? (laughs) I actually just realized that lineups are probably out now, right? Because we're an hour before. I need to check this lineup. I don't care what the lineup is, though. I am taking Tottenham uh, money line today, plus 120 against Arsenal in the North London Derby. And let me tell you, I have a lot of friends that are soccer fans as well. We all give each other shit. Chelsea fans, Man United fans, Arsenal fans, real schmucks, let me tell you. (laughs) I need a Tottenham win today. Give me Tottenham money line. They're going to win today. They're going to hop Chelsea for first place on the table. Be sitting there pretty. If Liverpool wins, who cares because they have the goal differential. Give me Tottenham on the top of the table. You look at United, you look at Chelsea, they're looking good this year. Arsenal's just a joke, though. They Trash. should come out today in the North London Derby. Absolutely kill them. No bills today. It doesn't matter. I got my spurs. It's where my heart's going to be. Let's make North London blue and white. Fuck Arsenal. The lineup looks great. We got Kane, Son, and Bergwijn up top. Los Celso, Sissoko, Hoiberg in the middle of the field. One of my favorite midfield combinations uh, there. Hoiberg's been amazing. Defense is prime with Dyer and Alderweireld anchoring it down. Regulons in. I love the lineup. Let's go Spurs. London, North London is ours. Coys. Come on, you Spurs. Arsenal sitting pretty in the in the table at 15th. Only 13 points thus far through 10 matches. A minus two goal differential. And they're not drawing games. They're pretty much winning or losing. And they're going to lose against the Spurs. Spurs are going top of the table after match day 11. I can't believe I can't believe it. Like we're, you know, we're almost a third of the way into the season here. Spurs have a chance to be at the top. They they came out with a nice win to start the season and it looked sort of iffy. Um, and they found their form. They figured things out. Hyung Min Son has been an absolute godsend for that team. Shout out to mm-hmm. South Korea for him. Incredible. I can't I can't give him enough props. And this team has given up the least amount of goals in the entire Premier League at nine. You talked about that goal differential. Absolutely great there at plus 12 um, through 10 matches. I I think Spurs got to keep those danglies, grow the lead, 
over Arsenal. I want to see Arsenal struggling for relegation this year. Let Fulham get some wins. Let Burnley get some wins. Let them catch up. Let them catch up to the Gunners. I want to see absolute tears from them. I want to see them crying for Mesut Ozil back on the field. I want to see them crying because Gunnar Soros had to get hired back just to watch this absolute nonsense they're trotting out on the field right now. I don't feel bad for any of you Arsenal fans because you're always making fun of the fact Spurs can't get over the top, can't get that trophy. Guess what? Have fun in that mid-table obscurity. You can't even get to Thursday Europa next year. Good luck, Gunners. Anything else you got in soccer today, Meerkat? Nope, nothing else in soccer. I, my whole attention is going to be on this game. I'm so sick <laughs> I, of that trophy case argument. It's just the Spurs need this win today. You look at Like you said, Arsenal only 10 goals this year in the Prem. That's pathetic. Arteta has come away with just a win, three points, in four of his 15 away games uh, uh, in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Not great. I, I just I got a little bit of a feeling inside of me that's like, Tottenham's going to do something dumb. There's going to be a draw. I don't know. But I'm all in on the Spurs. Let's go. You got anything in soccer? Yeah, so I'm just thinking about here for um, some parlay fodder. Schalke have lost. Well, they haven't won at least. And their last 25 uh, matches in Bundesliga, it's six away from the, the longest record, which was set in – 1965-1966 by Tasmania Berlin. Not even a team that's around anymore. Um, the the problems at Schalke are more than just money problems. Uh, they're going to have a lot of guys who are out as well with Nabil Bentaleb, Ralph Farman, Amin Harid, Ozan Kabak, Katusu, Rabbi Matondo, Aksipa. Most of these guys are regular starters for them. Uh, they're, they're going to have... Um, their work cut out for them against Bayer, who are up to fourth in the table, uh, tied tied with Dortmund there for third, just four points back of Bayern. Schalke have just three points this season with three draws. They have a negative 22 goal differential in nine games. They're absolutely getting hit lit up against them. I love Schalke in this one. Patrick Schick has been playing very good lately since he came back from injury. Um, I think that, you know, between him, um, Lucas Alario is probably still out by Bayer's leading goal scorer, but getting Schick back, scoring in his last one out. I, I love Bayer to win this one. Should should be able to cover any spread you like him at. Minus 235, just perfect parlay fodder. Throw him with Spurs, throw him with the Bills, throw him with anyone you want. Bayer should be an absolute lock today. Yeah. Great parlay fodder there. Um, I, but that's going to do it for me. I'm going to sit back with no bills on today. Going to enjoy this uh, Spurs game on Peacock TV, which is really annoying that these games are starting to be streamed on, on there. NBC. I don't know. I Like that game just, should be on NBC, 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 like Channel 2. This game should be on ESPN, Fox News, TNT, Fucking everything. <laughs> oh my, oh my lord, yes. Yeah. So come on, you. Spurs. That's gonna do it for me, though. Let's go Spurs. Let's go free money, and maybe the dart can get something today with the Lions. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? The Lions are one of those tricky teams, but they seem to pull it out. 
when they you sort of least expect it. You move on from Matt Patricia, maybe you find something here with your, you know, interim head coach. You never know. But let's go, Spurs. Sorry, Gunners. It's going to be a bad, bad year fighting off relegation. You absolutely love to see it, Meerkat. Let's hope the dark gets to 51 and let's go hammer your books. I don't care if it's the Creek, if it's online, if it's Bovada, if you're calling them in, if you're texting them in, get that free money. Good night now.